This podcast is brought to you by PodPro Australia. Welcome to the My Business Podcast, where we sit down with local businesses and we talk about who they are, where they come from, and what inspires them to be in business. Hello and welcome to the My Business Podcast. Today I've got with me Manuela Whitford from the charity Friends with Dignity. Manuela, welcome to the My Business Podcast. Hey, thank you so much for having me. Awesome. Really appreciate it. No, nah, it's lovely to have you here. Look, I'm I'm absolutely stoked to have you here because what you do is such important work and I can't wait to get this out to our our listeners. Tell me, what is Friends with Dignity and what is it that you do? So Friends with Dignity is a national not-for-profit and we are volunteer-based. Uh, we really try and um, engage the community as best as possible to assist men, women and children impacted by domestic violence. So it's really trying to engage people in our practical programs and just to help those people with a step up and start again. Oh, fantastic. Because look, we hear so much about this on the news nowadays and what uh, I guess an, an epidemic it is, this unfortunately um, domestic violence. How long have you you've been around? Tell me, how did Friends with Dignity start? So Friends with Dignity officially started in 2015, but prior to that, um, I myself have been a, a victim of assault, um, and that was sort of the catalyst of me coming sure. over to Australia. Um, I left South Africa in 2010. I was very fortunate to um, secure a job with Queensland Health, working within corrections, and I guess through that position um, as a clinical nurse, I recognised a gap in in the system where victims of domestic violence were actually becoming perpetrators themselves. Really? Yeah, and they were seeking refuge in a prison. And to me, that was just diabolical. Like, I, I was just overwhelmed mm. at, at the, the lengths that they would go to to escape that environment. So, you know, looking back and at my own experience and how many people just stood by and didn't help me or do anything, I, I was in that position to give back. Yep. And how fortunate are we to be in a position to give back? And you know what? Australia's done so much for me and I and this is my, my way of giving back. Oh, fantastic. That's amazing. What, so what are the practical programs that you, you do run with, with Friends with Dignity? So our main practical program is our sanctuary program and that is when we get a referral through services and registered agencies to assist their client who's now moving into independent living. And it's honestly it sounds just easy, but there's a lot of work that goes behind the scenes. I can imagine. Um, and it's really about just getting the key access to to this house and we just transform it and make it a home. Anything from white goods to soft furnishings to bed, beds, you know, food, anything that would Get make... Get ready to be lived in. Absolutely. What you would think, you know, would make you comfortable, that's what we try and put in there. Um, we very... Um, we try and make sure that the people are as comfortable as possible. You know, put in their favourite colour and yep. a bit of their So you get to know crops. a bit about them before you, you do this for the, the, the house, the sanctuary. We do. Yep. You know, it's it's something personal. It's something that makes That's them feel special. Domestic violence is, as you said, an epidemic. We call it the pandemic yep. um, of our society at the moment. And 
honestly, people just feel, oh, there's just so many of us that are going through this. No, they're going through it. And we are going to make every effort to make them feel as special as possible. Sure, that that's awesome. What, what um, What's their journey um, to get to, to being in that house? From, from I guess, from the... The, the the abuse being committed against them, you know, whatever that may be, to the point that, you know, you're going in to, to furnish the house and, and do everything that you do. What's their journey from from that point to, to getting into the house? Look, we, we're not in the crisis, um, you know, crisis space. That's the crisis management space, yep. We're not in there, fortunately we're not. Yep. Um, but unfortunately it does happen. And, you know, for most, when they leave that abusive relationship, that's possibly not the end. It's probably the start. Sure. You know, um, domestic violence in itself is all about power and control. And once that perpetrator loses that power and control, possibly the abuse escalates even more. Sets off a, a chain of... Absolutely. So, you know, I don't think their journey ends there, just from us doing a home for them. But the fact that the community engages into making some sort of difference and empowering these people to get away... I think there's some, you know, satisfaction in there sure. for us as a charity that we are able to provide them with those resources because what we found is many people don't leave a, a relationship because of a lack of resources and yep. how sad would that be? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so in our little little part in the whole, you know, scheme of things, we're very proud to be able to do what we do. However, I do maintain that, the abuse doesn't stop there. It probably carries on for most of these families. Sure, which is is really concerning, isn't it? That um, even when you make that choice to go, that 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 could actually escalate it, and probably another reason why a, a lot takes so long to 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 get to that point, and and often maybe even don't stick with it when that when they do. Absolutely, and you know, to to them receiving that home that's fully furnished is probably a way to empower them even more. Absolutely. And possibly give them the strength to actually keep that battle. Absolutely. Stick with it. Absolutely. And, um, you've made the break now. Um, For sure. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. What type of essential items, um, crisis packs, do you provide through, you know, urgent requests to the program? So anything from toiletries to a pram to a bassinet. Whatever's um, needed financial um, assistance as well. We've had a request for money to get a new ID or a birth certificate because without that, you can't claim anything from Centrelink. So it's anything from a driver's licence renewal, rego renewal, anything like that. Anything we, that's needed. Absolutely. And I guess that's different with every every case you come across. Every case is different, yes. Yep, sure. So Monitored personal safety devices. I yes. think you provide them through your, your Friends Safe program. Can you we tell do. me a little bit about that? Yes, yeah, so it's it could be a smartwatch, it could be a pendant, and that is a, a device that it's really working with, with the current way we, we, we're going. It's the digital platform, sure. isn't it? So um, in the past, uh, what we've found is that perpetrators go for your phone and they get rid of the phone or they smash it or, you know, or tap it or whatever they okay, do. Yep. Um, but the smartwatch is like anything, like an Apple Watch. Yep. Um, and it's it's something that they can just, at, at a touch of a button, access um, their contacts. Whoever they nominate to be a safe contact that they can um, press that button to and reach, it's a call for help immediately. The police then follow up. It goes to a call centre. So... Somebody is alerted straight away 
as soon as they're asking for help. Right, just at a touch of a button rather than having to search for somebody and so Absolutely. just straight away. Yeah, okay. and those devices are costly. We we offer them, well, we do sponsor them at over $1,300 each and that wow. comes with 12 months monitoring. Okay. Yeah. And is is that something that's given to them once they've left the, 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 the initial situation? Not or necessarily. Not, at what point do they generally get those or it's always different again? Always different and it's individual, yep. you know. Um, the, the services can... Um, they do actually refer the clients to us for that device. Sure. Um, Whenever so they feel it's necessary. Absolutely. Yeah. So they've already done the assessment and and all of that. We don't we don't get engaged in that yep. whole um, part of the the uh, process. So the organisations and the services do all the assessment and then they refer it to us. Great. What's your little friends program? Tell me about that. Oh, the little friends, you know, supporting the next generation. That's what it's all about. Yep. Yeah, and I think with the little friends scholarship, it's it's so important to let these kids shine for the right reasons. Yep. Um, domestic violence is isolating already and to isolate these children further, it's, it's debilitating. Um, and because of a lack of a resource again, yep. and mostly financial, it, it's sad that these children would not participate in a camp, mm. you know, or mm. go and have the same books as another child. So Just not getting the same experience no, as someone. No, and, and children don't have that deep understanding that, that mum or dad can't afford, you know, a brand new school bag or, you know, the school pack or whatever it is. And, and then they feel different anyway yep. at school. So we want to make them feel as... as you know, special as any other child. Um, and, and it's really about them shining for the right reasons. So sure. it's a biannual program. Uh, we, up, uh, we offer up to $500 per child and that's for um, educational and extracurricular activities. So, yeah, we want our next generation to shine. And, and you know what? It may be our next, um, you know, prime minister or our next teacher or Absolutely. nurse. You never Absolutely. know. Absolutely. Look, what a... What a cracking idea! And again, looking after the the entire you know family that we you often forget uh, uh, you know that the kids are it's a it affects so many people yeah. when um, you yeah. know this sort of this violence takes place and um, it, it's fantastic to see you covering every angle. We're trying. We're trying. How do you um, collaborate with local refuges and, and crisis centres? So they are our referral source. So sure. we, we we rely on them to refer their clients onto us. Like I say, we don't get involved in that cold place or the crisis area. We rely on the services to then um, identify who is ready for what we are about to to provide, provide. them. Being yeah. that you provide so many different things, it's, yeah. it's working out what they need and how and where you fit in. Absolutely, because... I, I personally believe that the sanctuary program can be overwhelming in itself and some people may not be ready for what they're about to receive. You know, most haven't owned their own things in a very long time. So to walk into a home with a new fridge, a new washing machine, brand new appliances, just beautiful. It's probably overwhelming for them at it, can be and who knows it may trigger them or whatever it is and we don't want to do that no. so the services and the refuges identify who's ready to to get that oh fantastic yeah now 
charities like yours and, and you know, most charities, you, you can't um, do it without volunteers. Never. Talk to me about volunteers and how individuals can get involved, what, what is involved and, you know, even some challenges you do have with, with volunteers. I'm sure it's a, a big part of uh, what you have to manage. Absolutely. Let me tell you, our volunteers are our biggest asset. That we, we wouldn't be able to do what we do without the volunteers. They, their passion, their absolute dedication to make a difference is, you, you just can't put a value to that. Um, volunteer, there's just so many aspects or, or roles you can participate in. You know, there's no set, set times, there's no set days. You don't um, have to sign a contract. You don't have to sign a contract. <laughs> Obviously, we've got some policies and processes that we have to do. You know, there's always that... Um, line that we always have to tick. Of course. Um, and just make sure that, you know, they're also safe. We we have to make sure that the, there's a good code of conduct. Um, there's a confidentiality clause that we have sure. to really be mindful of as well. We are dealing with sensitive information at times. So it's really induction and onboarding of those volunteers that really has to take place. Um most of the volunteers we know personally, yep. you know, um, we are growing, so we don't have access to see all the all the volunteers that we'd like to. But being local on the Gold Coast, I do meet a lot of them locally and in Brisbane. But the ones in WA and and um, Newcastle, Sydney, and now Melbourne, um, it's mostly over FaceTime or sure. you know over a Zoom call. But Honestly, volunteers we wouldn't be able to do because they are our voice, they advocate for us, they are true ambassadors of what we do and, yeah, the we, ones we just out need there more on of the them. ground doing what you, you need to do. You, you say they, you know, it's wide and varied what your volunteers can do for you, but yes. what, what would be some of the more common um, things that, that the volunteers actually do do for, for, for Friends with Dignity? So some are administration, others help us with donations, others are a drop-off point, um, some just like to do community engagement work, um, participating in our drives, you know, and really trying to, to push out what, what we do and how we do it, engaging other volunteers, education, um, and just being a mentor is, is an amazing thing. Uh, we also rely on, on, some, on some brawn, so anybody with some muscle Bit that can help yep. us pick up some Absolutely. furniture, we would love to hear from you. Um, and, and yes, like I say, you know, we all work together, we support each other and it's just been an amazing way to, to make friends, you know, it's shared values. Um, You'd become a, a family, I would imagine, absolutely. the Friends with Dignity family. Absolutely. And you know, it might sound cliche, but it does take a village. Yep. No, yep. for sure. Yeah. Can you can you give me an example of where you know a, a, a story of a volunteer that's really made a made a difference to it to um, you know a victim who's who's come in into friends with dignity and where you know a particular without giving names or anything like that where is there anything in particular that can give me in terms of a, a story where you just went that that's amazing yeah oh there's just so many stories. Um, and that's one thing is that we never meet the families we assist or the individuals. Sure. Yep. So it's very difficult to sort of... See the exact impact oh, you're having. Absolutely. With re with relying solely on the feedback from the service, um, it's it's difficult to pinpoint one sure. specific, um, you know, impact. But 
the feedback we receive is just so heartwarming. I mean, you look at it and you go, geez, I want to do this again. Yep. <laughs> you know, it's it, it's just such a, yeah, it, it, it's such a great feeling. And the volunteers get closure with that feedback, knowing the difference that they've made. Yep. You know, they, they're not just doing this for the sake of doing it. There is a person behind there and a family that they're making a difference to. Yep. Is that, is that, um, challenging at times for volunteers to look know what they're doing and know that they're making a difference but not getting to hear it from from the the, the actual person that they're helping is that ever um do people struggle with that at all or just knowing that it's being done is is okay i think people generally we've never had anybody going oh i haven't heard what's happening right um no i yep. think generally um people just feel good by giving knowing that and they're the doing, yeah, and, and people give in good faith. Yep. And we honour that giving and we make sure that we honour every cent and every tangible item we yep. receive. It probably happens a little bit from the other side too with the, 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 the victims probably wanting to be able to thank people personally on your side and not being able to, to either. But look, that's that's the way the system is set up Absolutely. and for very good reason. For sure. Um, and, you know, they're getting what they need and, and you're delivering what um, you're wanting to. So Yeah, awesome. yeah. Corp, all right, we've talked individuals. Yes. Um, firstly, before we move on to how corporations can help, if there are any individuals listening out there who would love to uh, to be involved or at least find out a little bit more, how would they do that? They go onto our website. Yep. There's a lot of information there. If they want to volunteer, they can just register as a volunteer. We'll work work through them, um, the the applications, and we'll work through their their requests of, of what they want to do, what roles they want to participate in, and yeah, we'll we'll be with them all all the way. Awesome. And that website is www.friendsofdignity.org.au. That's .org, not .com, .org.au. Correct. All right, talk to me about corporations. How can corporations get involved? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> corporations are amazing too. I, ca I can't speak any, any more than um, just amazing. So the corporate supports that we've got now are just awesome. It's not just financial it's, it's also hands-on work. So it's amazing how most of the corporate supporters that we've got now, again, we match our values. We've got the right, you know, the right vision insight and, and it's about helping those people within our communities and locally. So it's supporting local and it's getting the message out there and the social impact that those corporations are doing. So it's coming in helping us at the warehouse, you know, yep. um, putting some flat pack goods together, getting those ready, setting up a home with us. Uh, their financial support is is amazing too. It helps us fuel our van and yep. it helps us pay contractors. And, you know, as much as we run a charity, we also have to, you know, we've got administration that we have to cover. We've got rent that we have to cover. Sure. Um, fuel that we have to cover. So, yes, there are expenses there and the corporate supports help us. Okay, so those. it could come in, in, I guess, three ways, goods, services or donations. Absolutely. Excellent. Look, that look. Uh, there's probably listeners out there, this is a, a, a question that comes up, I guess, with, with any charity, but what steps do, do Friends with Dignity take to ensure the funds raised through sponsorship or donations are utilised in the most, you know, impactful way and get to where everyone wants them to be? Well, we've got, we've got a good leadership team. We've got a good board 
and a great financial manager. (laughs) (laughs) So um, we make sure we get audited. We make sure that we, you know, the the incoming funds go directly where they need to go. Um, So it's making sure that we've got those processes that are really, you know, streamlined and... um, just, yeah, we, we, we honour every fund that comes in and we provide tax receipts if they do need them and we also thank every single donor that, that um, donates to us. So it's, you know, I'm, I'm very honoured and very privileged to be in this space, to be um, a witness of the generosity out there and, yeah, we make every cent count. Excellent. And do you have fundraising events? Do you put on, um, you know, events? How, how does that all fit together? Yeah, our events are amazing. We've got a, a great events coordinator. Um, event Society have partnered with us for the last three years yep. and I can't speak highly enough of, of Jacinda and her team. And, yeah, we, we, we put on a good, a good ball and a high tea. So um, they happen throughout the year. We do try and focus on um, May as Domestic and Family Violence Awareness Month. But everything is happening in, in May, so we're trying to spread out through the year. Our next um, event is our little giving, you know, little friends giving day. Okay. And we're looking for a matching sponsor. So if anybody's out there, we'd love to hear from you. Um and that's really focused on our little friends' scholarships because the more funding we can get for them, the more five hundred dollars we can give per child. Fantastic! Look, we've, we're almost out of out of time, Manuela. But look, I'm just absolutely blown away by what you're doing out there, and um, you. you know what that the services and and everything that you provide for these these um, victims of domestic violence, which, as we said, is is a an epidemic or a pandemic. Yes. Um, that you know, hopefully, can be be managed and, and, and stopped and reduced over over time with the programs that are out there at the at the crisis face at, at you know law enforcement level, and we'd implore anyone listening out there who's in that situation to seek help um, through the channels that are out there. But I guess from our point today, I want to you know implore anyone listening, you know whether you be an individual or a, or a corporation, the work that Manuela does um, and what they provide to these victims is outstanding. And please get involved. Please. Um, get in there, help any way you can with time, goods, services or, or donations. Again, what is that website? Where will they get, get in touch with you, Manuela? So www.friendswithdignity.org.au. All the information is there. Um, and uh, look, get involved. Uh, you know, we are one of the most giving countries out there when it comes to charity and, uh, and volunteering. Um, and this is one of the, um, you know, the... the the best um, services going around. So please get involved. But, excuse me, thanks, Manuela, for coming in. Um, really enjoyed our, our chat. And, yeah. um, and uh, look, hopefully we get a lot of listeners um, coming uh, coming forward and, and giving you a hand. Hope so too. But thanks thanks again to you and, and your team for having me here today. And, yeah, I look forward to working with you and making a difference. Thank you. Thanks. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the My Business Podcast. If you want to be on our podcast, please reach out to the team on all our socials at mybusiness.pod.